day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out part two of Tom Hanks in Gladiator. And thank you very much for checking out Tom Hanks in Gladiator. I'm very glad you decided to. You could have been anywhere in the world listening to anything out there, and you chose to be here with us. That's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right, so what does Tom Hanks in Gladiator consist of conversation-wise? A little bit of this, a little bit of that, and a little bit of some more over here, including A.K. Ginger Snaps. If you are not familiar with A.K. Ginger Snaps, she is an adult film star based out of Anchorage, and yeah, we've got her profile information, so if you want to find out more about her, you can find out more about her. Also, we make quick reference of the fine folks at Turquoise Jeep Records, you know who, including Young Hummer, Flint Flossie, and some of the rest of the crew. All right, we also talk about the Beat Nuts, Patrice Russian, and Will Smith, and how those three, well, those three names kind of come together. There's more than three folks because, you know, the Beat Nuts are an actual group. But we kind of touch on that. We kind of go down a little bit of that rabbit hole. But I recommend you going down their musical rabbit hole. And where do I suggest you go when it comes time for you to go down that Beat Nuts rabbit hole or that Turquoise Jeep rabbit hole? I recommend you do it at Iron Asylum. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Iron Asylum, located 35165 KB Drive behind Save You More. They have a deal, a hell of a deal, a hell of a special going on right now. $500 for a single person membership or $1,500 for a family of five. So if you've got three kids, uh, you and your spouse or something like that, you know, I'm, I'm sure you could call Brandon and like your best friend could be your brother. You know, I'm, I'm sure he's he's a sweetheart. You could probably talk him into that. I don't think it would take uh, a whole lot to convince uh, Brandon that your friend is your brother. He seems like he's the type of fellow that would be down for that. Although, <clears throat> I should not uh, put any words in his mouth. He could still say, don't listen to Bill. He's an idiot. Nonetheless, you should give him a call at 953-4720 for more information. Tell them I sent you and get a confused look. All right, now they've got treadmills, they've got stairmasters, they've got ellipticals. If you're trying to take a long walk to nowhere and listen to some music, they've got the equipment for you to do that. Now, if you're also looking to get jacked and you have some questions, you don't know, uh, you know where to start, where you're going, they have trainers there. You can talk to the trainers. The trainers will steer you in the proper direction. And uh, maybe the, maybe you need a tweak in your diet. Maybe you're working out wrong. Maybe you're working out wrong for you and you just don't know it. They will help you out. Maybe you just want to dial in your squat. You're like, I know I could be doing a better squat than what I'm doing now. They have a trainer that will help you with that. All right. So so get your squat life right, ladies, gents, and others. Get them get them good hands and them quads and them glutes and stuff. Get them. Get them because you want to be jacked and tanned, right? Well, maybe not even necessarily tanned, but you want to be strong enough to enjoy your life on a day-to-day basis. Give them a call at 907-953-4720. That number again, 953-4720. Or look them up on Facebook and Instagram. Another thing I enjoy, the occasional hashade from Red Run Cannabis Company. I like the way it tastes. It's delicious. 
and you can mix it with pretty much anything. Over the past six months, I've mixed it with all kinds of sodas. I've mixed it with Kenai Kombucha. I've, I've experimented with it. I have played with flavors, and I can tell you that there are all kinds of cool things out there that you can mix with your half shade. Think about it. It's lemonade. You could mix it with a beer and have a what's called a Rodler in Germany. Uh, there's really no limit. If you want to spike your alcohol with it, you can do that. You're a grown-up. You went to the store, to the, your favorite Alaskan dispensary. You got your bottle of Hashade, and you can mix it with whatever you want. If you live out in Ketchikan, and Ketchikan has some really dope beer, then go to Stony Moose. Walk in there, say, I would like a Hashade. And then you go down to, to whatever your cat, we'll call it the Kashikan Brewery. It's probably what it's called anyway. But you go down there and then you you mix their, their whatever their Heffa is with your Hashade and you call it the Rattler. Have fun with it. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. In fact, you know what? A Hashade and any Alaskan uh, beer, any Alaskan Heffa, that's that's going to be your Rattler. All right? That's any Alaskan uh, brewery and a Hashade. Shade. That's how it works from here on out. We own that. I don't even know who we is. You own that. We all own that. We get to enjoy it because we're grown-ups. We get to enjoy ourselves. At least every once in a while, we got to have some fun. And if you are not having fun, then what is the point of any of that? Hashade and other Red Run products are available at finer dispensaries throughout the great state of Alaska. However, if you are on the Kenai Peninsula and you are looking to get some Red Run products, why not go to Red Run's retail operation located on the Kenai Spur Highway between Kenai and Soldatna. It's basically the Nike town of Red Run products, except with way better ethics. Speaking of ethics, 10th Planet Soldatna, located at the All-American Training Center, is a donation-based jiu-jitsu operation with classes going on Monday through Thursday at 7 p.m. Classes are taught by 10th Planet Black Belt, Curtis Hembroff. For more information, check out 10psoldatna.com. By the way, thank you for your time. Thank you for the listening this far. I understand the time is the ultimate currency, and you giving me any of yours is sweet. The music you are listening to now comes courtesy of DJ Allegiance. He and Jacob Jump released their new mixtape Anomaly yesterday on Christmas. It is available now on GorillaInTheTrunkMusic.com They also got all kinds of music all over there, including his album with uh, Take Havoc, which uh, killed the clan. Very cool record. Also on there is his uh, new beat tape uh, Beats to Go Volume 1 available for free. The, the beat tape is. The beat tape is available free, and this is where uh, I got this beat. This beat is available there. It's free. Just listen to it. Also, shout out to the Schnitzel Bomb. They make delicious bread pudding. Uh, my personal favorite thing is to, to go in there and get poutine. That's the one thing that I is almost, you know, it's my go-to. It's my comfort food while I'm there, but everything there is good. The schnitzel is good. The bread pudding is good. It's all good. You can also ask to, to get creative on the fly. They'll do that for you because they love food. Stop by, tell them about the podcast, and get some extra love. If you want to know what's going to be cool uh, or what's going to be working um, for the average folk in like two years, look at what porn stars are doing now. So there's, here's one for you. I'm excited. Uh, AK Ginger Snaps. You can find her on Instagram at AK Ginger Snaps. 
she has her stuff on Pornhub. She's also got OnlyFans. She's got, she's on Twitch, I believe. Like, mm -hmm. you have more ways now of making revenue than ever before. You can stream yourself playing video games. I don't know what she talks about when she's streaming. I have zero interest in, in I'm sure she's answering all kinds of cool questions about how she likes her eggs. Fried or fertilized. Fried or fertilized. Fried, fried or fertilized. How do you like your eggs? Fried or fertilized. Turquoise Jeep records. Yeah. All right. Um, Probably just got demonetized. Copyright. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that shirt right there. That Probably picture of the Unabomber. One of my favorite <coughs> cannabis cultivators is the Warner Brothers. All right. I, if it was, if it, if it's taking like, and that's that's a very like hip hop thing, like the concept of sampling, taking something from someone else and then making it your own. You have, uh, you have folks that have turned that into an art, and why not celebrate the shit out of that art? Um, I'm not taking anything away from the police sketch of the Unabomber. I'm, in fact, adding it. But, interesting thing, can I tell you about the shirts real quick? Yeah. Um, I think you're going to anyway. So yeah. So, so I made those shirts um, with the, that Russian app that stole your data. Yeah. Because the Unabomber told us that sort of thing was going to happen. Uh, and I used the tech colors from the Seattle Seahawks, who are, come from a tech city. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot going on See, there. there was, yeah, no, I, I, th I, I stole think, some shit and made it art, man. Yeah, no, I think there that is kind of an ah. Let me keep kicking that. Um, I think there is something to, uh, uh, you know, uh, inevitably there's going to be the like the knockoff trend where getting the knockoffs is way cooler than getting the actual product. It's going to be like the you know. Um, you know, it's going to be, there's the one rich guy wearing Gucci or Armani, and he's kind of the nerd and no one likes him, but all the cool kids are wearing the uh, the knockoff Gucci and Armani. So there's a, a street brand, um, yeah. Crooks and Castles, and one of the things that they are known for is like stealing a logo, and one of the things, uh, stealing a logo, stealing a colorway, mm -hmm. and just making it their own. Uh, like they took, you know, Versace's Medusa and crossed it up with like Gucci for uh, Gucci's, uh, Gucci links, and then uh, Gucci colorways, and just stole everything, and because they're crooks and castles, um, and and then made it their own. You have that all the time in in in, in um, like street art, street t uh, street lines. Um, but Obey kind of did that as well with the image of Andre yeah. the Giant, and you know so there's 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 a precedent for it, right? Um, and as long as there's the original viral marketing, as far as I can. Yeah, random thought, but well, they're they're for tech. But. They're short run tags, right? Yeah. If I print out twenty of those T-shirts, right, and you know, and most of them I'm I'm giving away, um, then you know, like it's it's a cool then shirt with a cool that story. Guy rips that off, it's gonna make some money. And that's and that's fine. I stole it the first. I, <laughs> yeah. I stole it first. Yeah, no, I was gonna say it's the you know. I, and, I'll, and I'll take, like, that's not a bad thing. I know, like, I stole it first. <laughs> You're a thief, but I stole it first. But there's, I mean, there's a long history of that in music as well. Um, in, particularly in, in, in rap music because 
their sample is such a yeah. uh, an important part of of the the music. Um, but you had guys like the Beat Nuts who did a song called uh, "Give Me the Ass," which is, by the way, it's a it's a fun song. All right. Um, but if uh, but it sampled the same um, Felicia Rashad, I believe it was Felicia Rashad, um, song that uh, Will Smith sampled, or the Trackmaster sampled for Will Smith in the Men in Black song. But it was they came out the same year. One came out a few months earlier, and so the song, like the Beat Nut song, was already resonating. It was in the clubs. People heard it, and then. Then there's this Will Smith one that, you know, has got fucking aliens in the video uh, about a, a U.S. Um, military organization that actually did exist to investigate UFO landings. I mean, not to say that Will Smith is a poster child for disinformation <laughs> and propaganda. However, if there was a guy, it might be the guy that started Men in Black. Just saying. Um, yeah. No. no, I think um, rolling back just a bit, I think uh, what I've kind of learned over all of this, and the because uh, I still am one of the essential people, one of the people. You're essential to me. Yeah, exactly. One of the people out on the front lines still. But um, no, but I, I found like how much media I've consumed and how much of the world isn't working, and the world that's not working is consuming media. I'm like, at what point is all of this going to balance out to where, you know, all of our jobs are media, or, and all of our habits and consumptions are media, um, and who's going to, you know, who's going to be the actual, like, because we're going to need the proles to actually do the work yeah. to facilitate our media consumption oh, and our livelihood producing media. Everyone is a content provider. Yeah. And and who are you providing your content to? So one so one of the things that I've, I've noticed because I mm -hmm. do pay attention to, to some of the analytics. I pay attention to where people are listening from and, and stuff. Yeah. Um, we're seeing people listening now in, in Romania and Australia, and the people that I that, that I interact with from Australia. Well, they're all on fucking social media. They're all they're all selling us something or other. Mm -hmm. um, it, they're all selling a certain particular lifestyle or something. But everyone is a content provider, right? And mm -hmm. and everyone is is signaling whatever it is that they're trying to signal. But everyone is doing it. Everyone is using the, the internet now as their word of mouth, their Instagram page. Uh, uh, now they're talking about a product that they use, um, you know, just to let everyone know. It's, a, it's the new word of mouth. Because we're not actually interacting with no. people face to face. We're, we're doing it with people from all over the world. If we're lucky, we're doing it with, peop uh, with people yeah. from all over the world, right? <laughs> if we suck, we're like, we're, we're interacting with the same 10 people every day. Yeah. Um, however, hopefully you're just not interacting with someone who pretends there's someone else. You know what? I don't know. But I, if you only cool. have ten friends, maybe it's worth it. Maybe you know, you gotta go. everyone's got that one friend. But your word of mouth means nothing. Yeah. There's no value to your word of mouth. Uh, yeah. However, if you actually interact with people, people, mm -hmm. um, and I think that yeah, that's what, what you're seeing now is like, or what I'm seeing at least. Um, I don't know how. I, you know, I, I wasn't shipping shirts to. Um, 
state. I wasn't shipping shirts out of state before this happened. Mm -hmm. So um, there's demand, you know, like not everyone is stuck in the same boat everywhere. Yeah. That makes sense. Now, no, I see what you're saying. We get to kind of pick and choose our own, you know, our own news source now. You know, you can get whatever perspective you want on what this, you know, whatever is going on is. Um, it's not like the old days where, oh, wow, I, I'm surprised I, just, I made that not like the old days comment. Our media was so limited to us before. We had four sources of information. Yeah. Like you had, you had the big three, and then you had whatever the cable news was. Now you've got 15 cable news, and they all have their own slant. We have official state-sponsored media in the United States, um, and I don't mean like NPR. Yeah. Um, we've also got... 15 news channels that are mostly people giving opinions rather than actual information. And we treat that like it's actual information. Like Don Lemon uh, or Chris Cuomo or Fox News, um, your, your Sean Hannity's, they're not, they're not actual news guys. They're, they're opinion people. They, they give you this opinion that is part of the, the line at, at their particular source, mm. right? And then we find that all of the news, all, all the information that we get, we get to pick and choose who we get it from. We have people who are going to write from our side. Yeah. Uh, if you're reading, for everyone that's reading the Huffington Post and commenting, there's the same thing going on over at Breitbart. Um, it's people just trolling each other back and forth. And that's, and that's what their news is. Well, it's like right now, I don't think there's anyone watching MSNBC that loves Trump, that isn't watching MSNBC to laugh at it, parody it, um, get angry by it, or just want to see what the, you know. Uh, it, it's, it's interesting, and I wonder with the, uh, like how you said before, we had the four sources, you know, we had real basic access to our information. Um, I wonder if it was more propaganda then, or if because there were so few choices that people maybe held that as a higher responsibility and, you know. I, I think it was easier to influence in the dark. Yeah. Um, I look at things like, so let's go to the Kennedy assassination, yeah. right? Um, and let's, let's talk about Dan Rather. Okay, so Dan Rather became America's newsman based on misreporting the Kennedy assassination after it happened. He watched the Zapruder film. Uh, he was one of the very few people to watch the Zapruder film. And he got the facts and movements of the Kennedy, of, of Kennedy's shots uh, and the shots that he took wrong. And he presented that as fact. And then shortly after that, Dan Rather becomes America's news, like over time, became America's newsman. He became the most trusted man in media. And that doesn't happen just because, right? Like you, you, you tow that line really well. You get really good at speaking slowly and, and with emphasis on whatever it is that you are being paid to say. And that's what it is. People are being paid to say a certain thing. Not to necessarily inform them. They've never, 
I don't know that they've ever necessarily been paid to actually inform um, because there are always people that have to answer to somebody, you know, whether it's whether it's shareholders or uh, in the case of uh, UFC 249, I believe is the correct number, uh, Habib and Tony Ferguson, which ended up being Tony and Justin Gaethje, which ended up not happening because allegedly uh, Diane Feinstein uh, made some phone calls. So eventually someone, everyone has to answer to somebody who's up higher than them. Well, that's the, you know, that that's always the plight of the news director, you know, in a situation, uh, especially in a time like this, um, where news is so critical and the accuracy of it is so critical, and I have other sources I can go to get my opinions, but please don't present your opinions as facts. I need, like, you know, I feel like I need um, to actually know what's going on, because like I said right now, I can't tell who to believe. But um, but I can understand from like a you know because you know, people are people. If you're a news director, I'm gonna get way more awards if I cover this story, this story, this story because that's what people want to watch, and if I give this perception because that's what people want to hear me say, or I could actually report the news. I got ratings and money over here, you know, social responsibility over here. But also the, the famous, uh, you mentioned the UFC, the famous UFC fighter arguments, like, well, everyone else is doing it, you know. I'm not the only guy with performance-enhancing drugs, so I, I, I think that's... That's not true. According to the Diaz brothers, everybody yeah. was on <laughs> performance-enhancing drugs. Sorry, I cut you off. I'm a dick. Yeah, no, 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 it's all right. But yeah, that's, that's what I find is really interesting right now, is the, uh, the, the difficulty in just finding out, like... Come on, what's, what's the actual truth here? We're never going to know if, if the writers are really writing from our side, because the fact of the matter is everybody gets influenced from, from a bunch of different things. You don't go, you don't start working at CNN unless you want to work at CNN, mm-hmm. you, um, unless you're already, uh, you've already have that kind of slant. Now, one of the stories, and I, I wish I had asked you about, uh, about it off air to see how versed you are. Yeah, so Florida, uh, Florida has uh, an online schooling, uh, yes. online schooling program, and it was recently adopted by the state of Alaska to run uh, an online school uh, for the state of Alaska mm-hmm. out of Florida. And there are a lot of argument. There are a lot of questions that were asked uh, about how this came to be. Now, my understanding, please correct me if I'm wrong, um, there, the gentleman who is now running the school used to uh, work with Governor Michael Dunleavy in... Mm. I had a feeling that Michael Dunleavy name might come up, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, and I, could be, I could be pissing on the floor in the wrong direction here, in, in which case I'm wrong. Um, but so Dunleavy allegedly worked with this guy. They interacted in the past back when uh, Michael, old, old Mike, was in charge of, uh, uh, he was a school superintendent. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, like, we, we say we want to get politicians out of politics and let's try with educators rather than lawyers. Okay, you got that argument. I guess he was a superintendent. I don't know if he was ever a teacher, but he was a superintendent. But these two worked together. And there was a no-bid contract uh, with the state of Florida's online school uh, to the tune of a little over half a million dollars. Now, 
ultimately the decision was made to go with the Florida online school at the recommendation of Governor Jeb Bush. Now, if you do a quick look during Jeb Bush's time as governor, uh, Florida in, improved greatly in the national rankings as far as their education goes, right? Um, Florida ultimately moved the goalpost for how they uh, measured education, and they moved it quite a bit. So when the and I'll, I'll include the show in the show notes um, where I got this information from and again tell me when I'm fucked up um, but they moved the goalpost in, in ways that you couldn't help but get better the same way that in the United States um, we say well this is obese Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, shit, we've made a lot of obese people mad. We need to move obese up here. This is the new measurement of obese. Why don't we make a size 9, a size 8? Everyone feel good? Everyone's a size 5. Everyone has 8s. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, and we do things to comfort each other rather than do anything to better each other. And we definitely, we're definitely lacking in, in bettering ourselves myself included but i guess i guess okay, we're, look, where i'm going back to florida in the state of education yeah. is they moved their their own goalposts to, yeah. to look better um jeb bush was probably not the guy to go to for education advice all right the brother of george yeah okay it's all i'm saying it's all i'm saying the brother of brother of george son brother of george of, Brother, brother of George and son of George. Um, the, the same one who got roasted by uh, President Trump. I mean, Donald Trump is very possibly the reason we aren't saying President Jeb Bush. President Bush again. Yeah. So if nothing else, like he, he put a stomp on, uh, on the nepotism of that one. All right. Um, so should, should that really be the guy? Like... Or are we just going to go with the people that we know? Is, is that what it is? Because it seems like if you have a good relationship with someone, uh, and it's not like the Dunleavy administration doesn't have a history of helping people who have helped them in the past. Um, very recently with Bob Penny's grandson uh, getting, was that another half a million dollar um, contract out of state? I don't do you remember the story, Bob Penny's? Bob? No, no. Okay, so Bob Penny, major contributor to uh, Governor Dunleavy's campaign, his grandson was awarded an out-of-state um, no-bid contract. I don't even know if these kids asked for it. Like this dude, this dude might have been uh, climbing a mountain in Oregon and gotten a phone call like, "Hey, uh, got you a job." <laughs> Hey, 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 Buckaroo! I just, I, you know that new business you just started? Guess what, buddy? Got you a job. You gonna be doing some work? I don't know why Bob Penny speaks with a southern accent. Oh, because I reached out to him and he never got back to me. So like, I'm just gonna assume he speaks with a southern accent. By the way, uh, Bob Penny is the donator of the Ted Stevens bench at the Ted Stevens Airport. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uncle Ted. Uncle Uncle Ted. Which, by the way, was that named after, was the airport named after him before or after he died in a plane crash? I believe before. I don't know that I would do it afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it would inspire a lot of confidence. It's like, oh, why do they call it that? <laughs> 
So, so I've got a joke, and I don't this know. What, the one. I don't know when I'm ever going to be able to do stand up yeah. again. But but so this was one of uh, this was one of my, my stand up jokes. Um, so Ted Stevens International Airport was named after a man who died in a plane crash. And I thought that that was weird until I took my kid down to the John F. Kennedy Memorial Shooting Range in Dallas. It's <laughs> <coughs> a good joke. This is not a bad joke. But the te- but the Ted Stevens jokes can keep going because here on the Kenai, yeah. uh, we have the Ted Stevens slash Challenger Center. So I don't know. Give I don't know a what they hockey were. rink. You're always safe going with a hockey rink. Or a high school. Yeah. Um, could you maybe, maybe name it after something that landed? There's libraries. The one of the, yeah, the thing I had noticed uh, when the Tiger King climb, I'm rolling back to Tiger King though, was uh, have you read a single Tiger King article that does not mention Netflix or um, coronavirus? Usually in the same sentence. Are you saying that Joe Exotic needed the coronavirus to be successful? You think that Joe Exotic couldn't do that on his own? You saying that Joe Exotic needed the support of Jeff Lowe and Carol Baskin and Doc Antle? Joe Exotic was going to be a star on his own. I don't know if you saw the uh, interviews with the dude who used to be an inside edition who set himself on fire for ratings, but he was going to be a big star. Another interesting note. Um, I his will... YouTube videos have gone through the roof. So through was... the fucking roof? Yes. I mean, what people do to get on YouTube these days. So, <laughs> so, so before... Um, uh, before I got off of, of the Facebook, I started. I joined the Tiger King's meme Facebook page, which, yeah. by the way, was was the greatest page on the internet. It was it was like an addiction to me. It was like I kept wanting to say I do not want another. I, I don't want to share another Tiger King meme. I don't want to. No, I don't want to like another one. Don't want to see another. Don't want to make the little emoji. And like every day, I'm there doing it, sharing. It. But I learned a lot, though. I learned a lot from that page because people were joining that page. Turns out, I guess Jeff Lowe was a uh, part of that page. Yeah. Uh, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> I want to know which ones he liked. <laughs> but but um, you had folks that, like, apparently, like, there was um, a reality TV show uh, crew that was following Joe around in back in, like, 2013. Like, like going back years and years and years. So, like, there had been there had been multiple attempts to make uh, Joe Exotic the reality star he became, um, you know. And well, they took the long way around to do it. Well, did he really? So, like, yeah. so let's go to the the Malcolm Gladwell ten thousand hours rule, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to be oh, yeah. really good at something, you you got to put in your time. You got to put in your hours, right? Yeah. Uh, and Joe spent a lot of times around tigers. He spent a lot of time around dudes. He spent a lot of time around some drugs. <laughs> and and he spent a lot of time around reality TV crews. So I think eventually, when he finally gets himself out and he gets his deal with like Fox or mm-hmm. Fox News, whoever who knows where he's going to end up. But he's going to he's definitely not going to do 22 years. Um, I think that I think that Joe Exotic is gonna gonna get out and he's gonna make great E 
reality TV. He's going to get a show uh, with one of the Jenners, or one of the yeah. Cardassians, one of the two. He's somebody, right? Probably a Cardassian. Um, On Survivor. Oh, my gosh. No, they're not going to do Survivor, but um, it'll be... What's the mom? For What's the, who's the mom in... Uh, <laughs> who's <laughs> Pandemic edition. Um, Chris Jenner. So the mom, Chris. Oh, yes. Right. Yes. Um, it'll be Chris Jenner and Joe Exotic, and they're going to be... Um, they're they're going to be forced to live together on an island. It won't be Survivor, uh, but it'll be it'll be um, it'll be a man, his tiger, and a cougar. <laughs> and that's that, right? And that's ooh, a t- I, sorry, I mean I think, a tiger and a cougar. Let's see, tiger that's the king and a cougar. Um, no, I think it goes a completely king, cougar queen. Completely different direction. All right. Well, not completely. We're keeping some elements here. What you have is you have Chris Jenner, Joe Exotic, and some celebrity that doesn't know anything about political issues as the guest that day. And, you know, they're talking like just straight up like morning news entertainment show. I would... You know what? I would pay $5 a month. And this is where you get into things like Patreon and, like, uh, click to donate. I would I would pay $5 a month on Patreon to get that every day. If it's yeah. – if I don't even like Kris Jenner, and I don't want her to get any pennies from me. I don't yeah. want her to get a, a cent. Uh, but I'm totally down to watch her read the news with, um, with Joe Exotic and uh, Nick Lachey. Yeah. See, I, I'm thinking, you know, because at least you can look at that and you go, okay, I don't have to rely on any of this information. This is just entertainment news. But and that's and that's really and that's all it is. And that's what, why not take it? The, why are they wasting their time on the Hannitys? Why not take it to the next level? You want to crush MSNBC right now or Fox News? You get the Chris Jenner. Open up your phone. Open up your phone. We're going to shit on the front page of the ADN right now. All right? We're going to do this right now. We're going to, you're going to just going to take the headline, and we are going to we are going to form opinions around the headlines. That's what we're going to do. Oh, okay. Yeah. And while you're doing that, I'm going to tell a story about a dog until you got it. You got it's, it. it's loading. It's loading. All right. So anyway, it's a big dog. It's a friendly dog. It's a kind of dog that would show up in a joke like uh, the aristocrats. Oh, everyone's lucky that this came through before you started the aristocrats. (laughs) Which is the best joke. Uh, Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I think that, like, there's... There's... Someone's going to do a Pornhub parody of... (laughs) Of a quarantine, the aristocrats, and I challenge you, AK Ginger Snaps. <laughs> That's at AK Ginger Snaps. So follow her, and and if you like what you see, she's got an OnlyFans, and she's on Twitch. Make some donations. Everyone's gonna work. I you know what? I work from home. She's she lives in Alaska. She's an Alaskan. I gotta I gotta support her. Plus, uh, she's a cannabis advocate. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And an artist. Yeah. So I'm on the ADN. All right. What is it? I have, as Anchorage classrooms shift to online learning, many families still need computers and Wi-Fi. Okay. 
Um, my okay, so my wife is a teacher, and yeah. that's a very real issue. Um, so I don't I don't want to shit on on that one. Can we have another one? <laughs> okay. like a, a, no, no. <laughs> actually, that one was that one was actually kind of interesting for me. Because, okay, so give it to me. Lay it on. Okay, me. so um. Uh, this is this is what I've been uh, my personal struggle with this has been lately is the uh, uh, of course I, I, I throw in the single parent card but how, I didn't realize how much I relied on teachers to actually educate my children like you know just the disciplinary sort of part of it to where it's like no you have to sit down in front of this computer you sit down in front of a computer all day this is just a different web page you have to watch this video from your teacher you have to do this you know and just all of that effort and energy while also trying to hold a full-time job um you know i i, I think it's very interesting because uh you know you, you don't really realize how badly you realize on or you rely on that that person to actually just raise your kids yeah yeah you if you have good good teachers right mm -hmm. and and you have good parents it's it's a really winning combination right if they're if everyone is on the same page and doing what they're supposed to do the learning experience can can be a, a, a great a great pleasurable experience yeah. for, for you know the, this young person however you have, I don't know, man. There, there are breakdowns along the way, and I don't. I know that there are teachers who are, are printing up paper copies of, of work for kids that are stuck at home that don't have access to the mm -hmm. internet. I know they have to do check-ins with the kid and with the parents. Um, I know that my wife puts in a lot of effort, a lot of extra hours. Uh, before this popped off, my wife spent most Sunday, most of Sunday she would spend in her classroom putting things together, mm -hmm. right? So now she's doing that, she's doing that all from home, right? She's uh, doing all of her school prep stuff um, and she's trying real, real hard to, to be as involved as she was uh, previously. Well, and it's a whole new thing. They're yeah, absolutely. learning as they go. Yeah, they're, they're learning about Zoom, uh, being in, in Zoom classrooms, everyone and everyone had to learn on a very short uh, short window. I had to get onto Zoom for my math class. I'm, I'm going to uh, college here at KPC, and I took uh, particularly took a sit down class mm -hmm. for math because I'm not good at math. All right, and and I you know I needed hands on help. Yeah. Halfway through the semester, you chop that off. I'm having to learn new methods to make it work for me. Right. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's, it's learning to enjoy the challenge. I think that's, mm -hmm. that's a big part of it. The other thing that, that I've been doing more of is, is video stuff. You and I weren't recording shit with a camera before. No. Uh, now I'm, I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna sync it up. I'm going to, and then I'm going to chop it up and make it something more presentable, hopefully. Because uh, now you have time. Because now, now I have time and, and the need to. I, yeah. I, I need to learn how to do this because I don't, we're, we're not going to be locked down. Another thing that I, I wanted to mention, I've said it before in, in some of the recent podcasts, a friend of mine is a retired Air Force survival evasion resistance escape instructor. Like He taught people how to survive POW experiences. Mm -hmm. And he said to me, this isn't the new normal, right? This can't be the new normal. And you can't think of it as the new normal, right? This yeah. is 
this is the way it is now because that's the way it has to be. Eventually this is gonna be over, and I'm paraphrasing him a little bit here. And we're gonna get back to where where we were, but we have to be smarter. We gotta, we've gotta know that that's coming and, and be prepared to fully embrace that. So when this is done, one of the things that, that we're planning is a trip out to Port Chatham to search for the Harry Men. Mm-hmm. Right? And you know, we're we're going full steam ahead with that. But I wanna be able to I wanna be able to shoot my own stuff out there and, and not have to hire a camera crew to be able yeah. to do it. Um, but I also don't want that to be the time that I have to learn how to do it. Mm-hmm. I wanna to be able to learn and make my mistakes and play around and figure out what works for me doing what and, yeah, yeah. and how to make how the, how the, how the fucking with the sound, sound and doing this and, this and doing that. that. So it's being able to utilize that time. And so, yeah, eventually it's, this is going to be wrapped up, and you got to you've got to prepare yourself for that. The uh, the irony of what you just told though is uh, being out there learning to use the equipment on the fly is pretty much exactly what teachers are doing at this moment. As per 3AAC 306.360 Alaska Marijuana Control Board Cannabis Use Warning A. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. B. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. C. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. D. For use by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. And E. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. 